0: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. Eighteen plus. Thanks a lot, everybody. Thank you, God for everybody. Power Prayer Ministries International. My name is Prophet Larry Underwood Jr. I'm a pastor, and I thank God for everybody that's here. And also, I want to share, if you have any comments or your prayer requests, um, email me at powerprayer at hotmail.com. It's prayer at hotmail.com. And I want to thank God for everybody that's here. Also, I know we're approaching the holiday season, and I just want to tell everybody, enjoy your family and friends. If you don't have family or friends, this Enjoy yourself. Don't let the holidays get you sponsored stressed out. If you don't have it, don't have it. A lot of times we place too much emphasis have. Yeah. No, so we we worry about things we don't have and then try to create to make it happen. But I just want to tell you something. Things change daily. So enjoy the holidays if you if don't you know, feel like cooking hard. Right. Right, God and sometimes you just gotta say, I'm going to someone's house this year. Don't have the money say, Well, they're gonna get gift cards, so I can not this year. You have to learn to say no and, and enjoy yourself. I see like around this time of year into the see all these people spending money that they just don't have and and then the they work hard from January up to October to pay it off and then the same cycle. So we, we all have to use wisdom for the holiday. And I just, if you're not feeling it this year, just if you on someone's house. I'll bake a couple things, or, you know, because things change. You know, we do have faith in God, but when I look at it, if God didn't bless me to have it. I cannot worry about it. I desire to have it. There's a lot of things I desire to do. If I don't have it, I just can't worry about it. Um, that's I'm learning now. So I desire to have many things. If I don't have it, I just don't have it. So I just thank God. God, you know. one It's just like we desire to do much around the holidays. Change, just do it. black. You no, know, I remember a time um, growing up. Uh, I was growing up and, you know, I didn't have a lot of money but you look forward for this thing and meet your cousins and uncles and and Other people for that. And I remember a time, um, a lot of times, we, you know, when I was younger, we used to get stocks and oranges, apples, <laughs> and peppermint sticks. <laughs> Those things were, um, some of you cherish are small things. Amen. Everyone hear me okay? I know this. Uh, I have a Bluetooth. Sometimes go in and out. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. I'm going to go into prayer, but I just want to tell everybody enjoy yourself around the holidays. Enjoy yourself and amen. Enjoy yourself around the holidays and just enjoy yourself and just learn to be appreciative. Um, And I'm going to be I'm going to be honest, you know, you know there's temptation out there and Black Friday, Cyber Monday, but just enjoy yourself. And I'm learning that slowly. So I thank God um, for his patience with me because the Lord don't have to be patient with me. Lord don't have to be patient with any of us, any of us. Any of us. Amen. Amen. I'm going I'm to uh, pray some scriptures and uh, go from there. And I'm not going to be for you long. but I want to just thank God for everybody. who okay? Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just say thank you for this day. Lord, praise you. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, we bind and rebuke any sickness that try to overcome our bodies, in the name of Jesus. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, we ask you to forgive us of our sins, uh, sins of omission and commission. And Lord, uh, in the name of Jesus, let us know the way of peace, according to Romans 3 and 17. May the God of peace be with us, uh, according to Romans 15 and 33. Let mercy, peace, and love be multiplied to to us, Father, according to Jude chapter two, Let peace come to us and our, our household and all that we have, according to First Samuel twenty-five and six. Uh, o oh Lord, lift your countenance upon us and give us peace, according to Numbers six and twenty-six. Thank you, Lord, for giving us your covenant of peace, according to Numbers twenty-five and twelve. We will depart from evil and do good, and, and will seek peace and pursue it, according to Psalms 34 and 14. You have redeemed our soul in peace from the battle that was against us, according to Psalms 55 and 18. Your laws give us great peace, and nothing causes us to stumble, according to Psalms 119 and 165. Let peace be in our walls and prosperity within our palaces, according to Psalms 122 and 7. Lord, you make peace in our borders, fill us with the finest wheat, according to Psalms 147 and 14. We are spiritually minded, therefore life and peace are minds, according to Romans 8 and 6. Lord, you're not the author of confusion, but of peace, according to 1 Corinthians 14 and 33. You, O Lord, are at peace and have made one with you, according to Ephesians 2 and 14. Let our household be counted worthy, so that your peace will come upon it, according to Matthew 10 and 13. The peace you give to to me is not what the world gives, therefore my heart will not be troubled, according to John 14 and 27. I will acquaint myself with you and be at peace and goodwill will come to me according to Job 22 and 21. Thank you Lord that you give me strength and peace according to Psalms 29 and 11. I pray that I will be meek and delight myself in the abundance of peace according to Psalm 37 and 11. Let me be like the one who is blameless and upright for the future of, of that man is peace according to Psalm 37 and 37. Let my mind be stayed on you, and you will keep me in perfect peace because I trust in you, according to Isaiah 26 and 12. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, we pray for the peace of Solomon. We pray, we pray for the peace in Jerusalem and Israel. And the Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, Lord we walk in peace. Not in fear in the name of Jesus. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, just say thank you. And Lord, we praise you, Father. Lord, keep us focused on you. Focus in you. Focus on the task that you have have given us in the name of Jesus. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just say thank you, Father. Lord, we praise you. Ah, oh, yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And, Father God, we just say thank you. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Thank you, Father. We praise you, Father. Lord, you are good all the time, Father. Lord, we thank you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we will never again. We allow Pharaoh, Satan, to control us. Because we have been delivered from his power. Never again will we be slaves to Satan. We are now the servants of Christ. Never again will we allow the devil to do what he desires in our life, but we resent the devil and he flees from us, according to James 4 and 7. Never again we will we'll, we listen or believe the lies of the devil, for he is a liar and the father of lies, according to John 8 and 44. Never again we will we listen to the voice of the wicked one. Never again we will be vexed with unclean spirits. Never again we will be harassed by the enemy, according to nine Matthew's nine and thirty six. Never again we will we be bound, for Christ has made us free, and we are free indeed, according to John eight and thirty six. Never again we will allow demons to operate in our control and control our lives. Never again will allow demons of fear to control our life. Never again will allow the demons of pride to puff us up, according to First Corinthians four and six. Never again will allow the demons of lust to operate in our members. Never again will allow the demons of religion religion to make us act religious. Never again will allow the demons of double mindedness to confuse us and make us indecisive. Never again will allow demons of rejection to control our life. Never again will allow disobedience and rebellion to control our life. Never again will allow curses to hinder our life. We break every curse for we have been redeemed from a curse, from according to Galatians three and thirteen. Never again will open the doors for demons to come into our life through our unforgiveness, according to Matthew eighteen and thirty-five. Never again will we we open the doors for demons to enter our life through habitual sins. Never again will we allow the the doors for demons to enter our life through occult involvement. Never again will we open the doors of demons to enter through rebellion and disobedience. Never again will we allow the enemy to control our will, but we submit our will to the will of God. And never again will the heavens be shut over our life, but the Lord has opened the windows of heaven. Never again will we labor and work in vain in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, I speak blessings over everybody on the line, those who are online, as well as those who listen to the recordings. And, Father God, we ask for your deliverance, Father, in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, that, Lord, deliverance is here. And, Lord, I surrender my will. And, Lord, I pray that everyone will surrender their will to your will in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, just say thank you, Lord. And, Lord, I ask for the mind of Christ for myself and for your people. Lord, I pray for the mind of Christ, even through our dreams, even through our visions, in the name of Jesus. Lord, as David said, create us a clean heart, O Lord, and remove the right spirit within us. Lord, I pray that worship and praise will be upon my lips and upon your people in the name of Jesus. Lord, let us not walk in unforgiveness. Lord, let us not walk in bitterness and pride in the name of Jesus. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I ask of you, Lord, to cleanse the air, cleanse our atmosphere in the name of Jesus. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, Lord, I pray, Father, that people will begin to take better care of their bodies in the name of Jesus, that Lord, um, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I even pray that people will begin to pray over their food before they eat it in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we love you. And Lord, we thank you. And Lord, Lord, we just say thank you. We thank you for life health and strength. Lord, we thank you for the abilities to walk. Lord, we thank you for transportation. Lord, we thank you, Father, for a roof over our head. Lord, we thank you for for uh yes, Lord. Lord, we thank you that we don't have a leaking roof, Father. That Lord is people who have to live with a house that leaks water, apartment, or and then people that's in foreign countries that stay in huts or or temporary buildings that leak when it rains and and blow drafts of cold air, and Lord, we thank you that that we have insulation. And Lord, Lord, we we just ask your forgiveness for us being ungrateful. There's people that don't have carpet or even tile floors, for they walk on concrete, they lay on concrete. And Father God, we thank you. And Lord, I ask you to bless bless your people, bless the people around the world for comfort, Father, in the name of Jesus. that Lord, for insulated homes in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for food. Thank Lord, we thank you, Father, for for clean water. Lord, we thank you for the abilities. We have the abilities of plumbing to take a bath, to take a shower, to wash dishes, to wash clothes in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. Yes, we thank you for it. Yes, Lord, we, we thank you for electricity, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you that, Lord, we have just a means of money, Father, to just go shopping, to buy things we need, things we desire. Lord, we just say thank you, Father, because not everyone has that. Lord, we thank you, Father. We, Lord, I just thank you for clean water in the name of Jesus. Lord, Lord, you remind me of, of country that people have to, wash their clothes in, in swamps and 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 pools in the name of Jesus. That Lord Lord you show me, Father, and Lord, we thankful. And Lord I pray, Father, that when when Americans or other European countries, any countries that help these poor nations, they will not take advantage of the natural resources or try to rule the land. But Lord, if they come to help, they come to help in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for clean water to Gush out of rocks, Father, to, to, the Lord, I pray for rivers to supernaturally flow through deserts and foreign lands in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, I even pray for uh, greenery. I pray, uh, Lord, I even pray miracles in foreign lands that, that governments are coming in, and they, they refuse to help these type of people. But, Lord, I pray that your will be done. I pray for those who are underground, Father, I speak protection over them. And, Lord, we love you and we thank you. Holy Ghost, help me this day. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Praise God. Praise God. And I just want to thank God for everybody that's on the line. I thank God for you. And I'm not going to be before you long, but uh, today I was going to talk on the seven symptoms of a of a prideful heart. Um, we all deal with pride in different ways. And I'm guilty of it. Pride is at the root of fear and anxiety. Pride, um, and, I th- and I thought about that. And I think pride, you know, when you and I'm gonna be honest, um, you know, growing up in a in you know in poverty areas or I want to say areas of between poverty and middle class, find children in poor school districts. That you know they they have Jordans or Fila's or Adidas or a different name brand clothing, uh, or, and you think they have it together, and they 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 go around prideful. If you look at people in the church that had you know back then it was Dude and Bert, or um, so now it's, I think it's I don't think styles Louis Vuitton, Michael Kors, yes it's different brands now. And you assume that they have it together. Oh, they and we look at the outside of an individual, but we don't pay attention. They grow up in the same place, and I'm reminded that even well, I was coming to even dope dealers and those who sell drugs. They why they got a Louis Vuitton, all this stuff, and we think pride is a. It's a part of self-confidence, the way pride is very confident. No, pride is a root of fear and anxiety. And to look to look apart, but you're not there. And um, i go to Matthews 14 and 31, Matthews 14 and 31. I'm reading out the new, the new Living Translation, 1431. It says, Jesus immediately, um, I'm going to go to 28, 28. But Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid, he said. Take courage, I am here. And Peter called to him, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you walking on the water. Verse 29, yes, come, Jesus said. So Peter went over the side of the boat and walked on the water towards Jesus. But when he saw a strong wind, the waves, he was terrified and began to sink. Save me, Lord, he shouted. Jesus immediately reached him out and grabbed him. You have so little faith, Jesus said. Why did you doubt me? When they clammed back into the boat, the wind stopped. Now, this is why. Why did the wind didn't blow while they was in the boat? Wind could have blown, and and Peter would have stayed in the boat. But there was a sense of calmness. Peter walked to Jesus, everything was calm. But when things are calm, you have faith. You know, it's amazing, and I'm guilty of we have faith when everything's going good. But when trouble arises, all of a sudden I don't know what it we, we become double minded. And when you walk in faith, storms will come, winds will blow had to keep your focus on Jesus. But what most of the times what we do, when we're going through stuff at home, even the more we try to present that all is well. Say that again. No one really don't know what you're going through. But sometimes we 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 will have pride and say, Well I'm gonna wear this, I'm gonna wear that, and I'm gonna just show sure I have it still going on. But with this, but within yourself, you don't have faith. So you look, look like the part. You look good on the outside, but inside, you're shivering. You're scared. You're nervous. And you say you have faith in Jesus, but when things arise, you doubt. Or oh, you start retreating back. So a lot of times, when you have faith and when storms and situations arise, are you gonna still keep walking on the water? Are you gonna still keep your focus on Jesus? Or are you gonna sink? And it's amazing. After Peter got back on the boat, the the wind stopped. A lot of times you are tested. You are tested. Are you gonna pass the test? Or are you gonna retreat back? It's just a test. Peter was tested. Because so there's no way in the scriptures say, oh, the wind was still going. It was still going and the waves was, was still going. But it stopped after Jesus saved Peter and Peter went back on the boat. Are you going to pass the test? Things are going to rise. Situations going to occur. Are you going to walk in pride? Because pride always comes before destruction. Keep your focus on Jesus. We all get off track. But we have to stay focused. You know one thing I love about you know mothers, you know, they have their children, they, they know they can distinct, they can uh, distinctly learn the different cries of a child. They can say, Oh, that child is hungry. Oh, they pepper need changing. Or they cry because they want to get out. But as they get older, they know the difference between whining and there's and there's a real situation like, oh no, they hurt something. I, I know that cry. So, and you and as time go on, you know the difference. As they get older, they learn to communicate, and you can say, now nah, something wrong. But we have to learn to stay focused even when you don't get the answers, even though you don't understand, even though you don't know why this situation came up. We have to focus on Jesus. And focus is, is not what people think you've got to stay. No, it's just keep reading your word, keep praying, keep talking to God. Stay focused because we all get off focus. We all get out of alignment. Just like your, your vehicle, even your vehicle needs alignment every ten, twenty thousand miles. Your vehicle needs alignment because it get out alignment at times. Like in Houston, we have potholes, we have construction, we have rough roads, we have clear roads. But in Houston, you you need your vehicle need alignment. So even though we go through the bumps of life, the potholes of life, you fall in a situation, you get back up, and and you, you deal with harsh reality, you have to keep your focus on Jesus to get back in alignment and in good standing. Because life will throw some curveballs. It, it will have you unbalanced. But Jesus is the focus. Jesus is the balance. You know, uh, with the weight scale, every weight scale must have a balance. And Jesus is the balance of this world. It's nothing in this world that God, Jesus, is shocked of. Amen? And when you doubt God, you know, and I, and I learned this. Thank you, Holy Spirit. When you doubt God, doubt God because you're still trying to do things in your own strength. That's why we doubt. We, we try to figure it out. When a situation comes, we doubt, we think. When God tells you anything, hold on to it. Amen? Praise God. Entitlement. Self-sacrifice stems from a humble heart, but entitlement is rooted in a prideful heart. Feel like we're entitled to something. We always feel that we are entitled. Um, the disciples wrestled with entitlement many times. On one occasion, they were arguing about who was the greatest. They selfishly thought they deserved honor and glory. But Jesus' response to them was a rebuke. Rather, let the greatest among you become at the youngest, and the leader as one who serves. Luke 22 and 23. We're going to go to Romans 3 and 23. For everyone has sinned and we all fall short of God's glory standard. Yet God, in his grace, freely makes us right in his sight. He did this through Christ Jesus, who he freed us from the penalties of sin. But God presented Jesus as a sacrifice for sin. People are made right with God when when they believe that Jesus sacrificed his life, fed in his blood. And this sacrifice shows that God was being fair when he held back and did not punish those who sinned in times past. Now, when we feel like we're entitled to something, we always fall into danger. Um, Entitlement, like, well, I'm entitled to this. I'm entitled to this. I'm entitled because I have perfect attendance in Sunday school. I have perfect attendance in and my job. We always feel like we're entitled to something. But when you're entitled to something you you feel like you have to be greater than someone. we need to check ourselves. You know, um I don't hear this much but when I was coming up, I know, you know, black people went through slavery and went through um, different things and oh you know, and people said whether well, Jews got their restitution from you know, um, going through World War Two Adolf Hitler, but we haven't received our our uh, conversation being slaves, and you know that's the attitude. You know, I don't hear it as much, but you know, when I you know, as I got older, I say, well, I know slavery was slavery was in America, but. I'm not, I don't feel like I have to wait on entitlement, you know, because I believe those who, you know, if, we, if we got it, that would been a blessing, but well, I'm going to wait on something that would never come, and I still have to trust God, you know, and some people think they're entitled. Like, well, I, I took care of mother, you know, all these years, and when she died, she gave her estates to the youngest. I feel like we're entitled to different things, but that's a, a prideful heart. That, you know, I, you know, I should have got it. And what I learned, you know, through black history, I said, God brought us a long ways, and we still have a long ways to go, but I'm not going to sit here and wait on something that, you know, God never told me, say, son, I'm going I'm to give you restitution. I'm going to give you compensation because your family been in slavery. No, oh oh thank God dealt with me and say, son, you have to do what I tell you to do. Son, you're called for this, you're called for ministry, and that's what I need to do. You know, and that's those are things I have learned. And I have learned to do things out of a, a heart of God, not because I'm expecting to receive some or I'm entitled to something. And I have seen this happen a whole lot even in corporate America, even in small small businesses. I've seen that I thought should got a promotion, but they didn't get the promotion. It was the one that that did not fulfill their requirements, got the promotion. So entitlement is a pride for heart. I'm entitled to this. You can be somewhere 30, 40, 50 years and never get in a position you need to be because you're still stuck in that. And those are things I learned. Everything, only what you do for Christ is going to last. Um, another thing, being ungrateful, uh, being ungrateful, ingratitude. You have to be grateful. Um, a proud heart say we are good that we should get what we want. And if we don't, we are justified in our ingratitudes, if we were uncomfortable or inconvenienced in any way, we can complain. it's all right that's a proud heart. humility recognize that God is good, but we have to learn to be grateful for what we have, what we don't have and and why you know, and I'm guilty, I have complained because I should got a better raise, I should have. Got in a better position in life. I should have been further in in ministry. I should have been further in my personal life. And I'm just a, I'm I'm stuck on that. I start complaining. Where God, what kind of God you are? Because I'm still stuck here. And you you become ingrateful if you're not uh, in gratitude. You start being ungrateful. And you have to release that. You have to be grateful for what God has you right now. Lord, I should have been further in life. I should have had a paid-off house. I should have had a paid-off car. I should have had a better retirement plan. I should have, should have, would have, could have. But being ungrateful, it, it closes your blessing. For example, I remember a time um, I had a cousin, and we was like teenagers. And I want to say, out of a hundred presents under the Christmas tree. I'm gonna say he, forty forty of those presents belong to him, and I'll never forget this day as long as live. They bought him expensive shoes, expensive sweaters. I think back then the the popular brand was Jabose and Carl Canal, and he got so much stuff, and and I wanna say he got a lot of stuff, and um. And at the with all the presents, and it was like a, a like a couch, and that couch had you can see, three to four people. It was full of stuff just for him. And and I remember uh, him saying this. I never forget this day. He says, is "That is this all?" And I'm like looking at my brother and some of my cousins. I'm like, "This Negro got more presents than anybody." And all always say, that's all. And I think we got like maybe two, three presents apiece or four. But they were like, out of three presents, you get one nice gift, maybe a nice shirt or a nice jacket. And that's probably a pair of socks or, or whatever, a little toy or something. Something that's. And I never, for, I never forget that day as long as I live. I said, this is an ungrateful person. I mean, a bunch of stuff. So, and uh, and looking at that, I say, you know, it taught me. And I'm not all, you know, I'm not fully there, but it taught me to be grateful. And you know, it's just like, like I go in the store sometimes. I want to buy three items. I only can get one. I can get two. I learned to be grateful for what I can get. So I learned to take stuff back. So if we go back to of Israel that was in the wilderness for forty years, a lot of God fed them. They had sandals that never got worn. They had manna fall from heaven. They had water coming out of rocks. God. Uh, they times they had foul water. God sweetened the water. It God blessed them. But the main thing they always resort back say it was better at Pharaoh. It was better when we were slaves. I'm thinking like you prefer to be in slavery and being free in the wilderness? So ungrateful heart is part of a prideful heart, but you always feel that you're entitled to something. People pleasing is a sign of prideful heart. And um, Galatians 1 and 10. Galatians 1 and 10. Living Translation. Obviously, I am not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. If people pleasing were my goal, I will not be Christ's servant, people pleasing. You know, and I, you know, and over the years, I got to please the people. Oh, so I got to no, do what God tell you to do. And I'm gonna tell you this: you 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 will not get what you want out of people. People change. You know, like the old people say, people can be fickle sometimes. <laughs> they, can, they can change up on you. So if you do what God tells you to do, you don't have to please people. If they stay, they stay. If not, they'll go. But don't ever please people. Um, even in, in relationships, you know, we always want people approval in a house. You know, if you ain't satisfied with your husband wife, things like that, I'm going to ask them how other people like this. No. Y'all work it out together. Never people pleasing. Not please the people because they the ones pay the bills. In business, you know, there's business models, but when you, if you become a people-pleaser, it only tears you down. It don't lift you up. For example, I deal with customers that always want a discount. They always want a discount. They feel that they should get more. They always feel they should get more. And thank God I don't deal with the side, the sales side of it. But I let the salesman deal with it. And you know, the, the bottom line: stay, you stay. If not, they've got other competition. And sometimes you have to be that way. prayerlessness God deceive us into thinking we can do life on our own that we are capable and independent and unstoppable self-reliant we think we don't need need God every hour that we don't need his help, grace, mercy, courage, and hope so surely we don't need to pray but our humble heart Submit itself to God in prayer, because it know it cannot do nothing without Him. Jonah one and three, when God humbled him in the belly of a great fish, Jonah finally cried out in prayer. And you know, oh, I don't feel like praying. Oh, I'm so tired of praying. The symptom of pride. No, that's different between tired full of pride. When days going good and flowing good, oh I don't need God Is everything going good. Oh so soon devastation hit. Amen. Being you know, a hypocrite. Hypocrite. Um judgmental and hypocrite. I don't sin like that person. We'll go back to this illustration. You have two dozen of chocolate chip cookies and if I say I put a half a teaspoon in those two dozen of chocolate chip cookies, put half a teaspoon of waste, bowel movement in it. How many of you all would want to eat those cookies. If I say if I put a 10-millimeter a syringe of waste in those two dozens of cookies, how many of you all will want to eat them cookies? If, if I say I coughed over those cookies before I put it in the oven, how many of you all are going to want those cookies? Sin is sin. It's no big sin. It's no little sin. Sin is sin. If I steal a a dollar item Where should someone steal a $10,000 item, theft is theft. There are people that's in jail for stealing a pack of bread as well as those who stole millions. They're not better than no one. We we work differently. A lot of times, oh, you know, I pray seven times a day. I pray seven days a week. They only pray once a day. And it's just like when when the Pharisees came to Jesus in the book of Mark and they said, Oh, we wash our hands before we eat and they saw Jesus ate without washing his hand and they was and Jesus said, Well, you wash your hands but you're not clean. You know, you clean you worry about the outside but you're inside. Is is dead of vipers, yeah, yeah, inside. So we're um, gonna go to Matthews twenty three, Matthew chapter twenty three, verse twenty seven. Matthew 23, 27, in New Living Translation, What sorrow awaits you, teachers, of religious law? And you Pharisees, hypocrites, but you are like whitewashed tombs, beautiful on the outside, but filled on the inside with dead people's bones and all sorts of impurities. Outwardly, you look like righteous people, inwardly, your hearts are filled with hypocrisy and long-lastingness. Amen. Rebellion. Rebellion. Rebellion shows reflects a reflection of a powerful heart. It shows itself as a lack of submission to get wide to your husband, children, to your parents, employees, your bosses, citizens, to your own government, rebellion. say, I know better than you, God, when you don't. That's rebellion. Lord, you should have did it like this. Lord, if you did what I told you to do, I would have been better. That's rebellion. But, Lord, if you gave me this person, my life would have been better. You know, I learned something. I found out that domestic violence, domestic violence situations occurs more in wealthy areas than poor areas. We always think domestic violence is always in the poor, in the poor, in the poor, in the poor. In the poor. It's prideful. Well, you know, uh, I had to do it. But she won't listen to me or he won't listen Rebellion is rebellion. Rebellion. Say, well, you know I'm rich. You need to do what I tell you to. do. No, I'm rich. You need to do. That's rebellion. God, rebellion is. God, God, uh, I can't do your plan right now, because Lord, I'm trying to work on my business. I'm trying to work on my. Have projects going. Lord, I have to put your plan on hold. Well, uh, Lord, I. You know, you're telling me to do X, Y, and Z. But that Lord, that's just not gonna work in my plans. Rebellion. Rebellion to so tell God, Lord, let me do something else. You must have made a mistake. It's rebellion. Rebellion means you don't if, if you can't submit to God, you can't submit to your husband. If you can't submit to God, you can't submit to your wife, your children, your boss you ever know this one person at your job? Everybody has this one person that even the bosses are afraid of this person. You say, this person is a regular employee, regular employee. I know she's been with a company, and he's been in a company so many years, but they feel like they deserve a, a you know, it was a joke. Uh, you know, some people that been with a company over 20 years, um, they entitled they entitled to being an active supervisor, and you have those people like that. So, you know, and the managers and bosses are scared of them. And how whatever he tell you, do you just do it? There's a difference between a boss saying they know what they're talking about versus they scared of them. But rebellion—if you? you can't submit to God, you can't submit to no one. Amen? Amen. Amen. So, when you ask God to be an humble servant, uh, Philippians um, two, 2 six a Have this man among you, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who through he was formed of God, did not count the uh, Equally with God, a thing to be grasped, but empty itself by taking a form of a servant, being born in the likeness of man. Amen? So if Jesus had to humble himself, who are we? Amen? So, you know, we all have to work on things. Yes, we are born in the sin, shape of iniquity. But we have to change our ways. I remember um, it was a young lady I was best, we good friends with, and her mom has a bad attitude, and she and she said, "Well, you know, I'm gonna have a bad attitude like my mom." I'm like, "Why?" But that's how my mom is, and and that's the way she acts. You know, she, different time of the month. I said, "Why you gotta act like that?" I didn't, it didn't grasp me. I was like, why do you want to have an attitude like your mom? I was 15, 16. I just didn't grasp that. Like, why do you want to have an attitude? So we there's some things we need to work on. But when God reveal it to you, let God reveal it to you and, and just say, Lord, it's me. Lord, I need help in that, you know, because everybody here on this line has some stubborn ways, Harsh ways, some silly ways, all need help. Amen? Amen. I want to thank God for everybody that came on the line. I praise God for you. I'm going to say, anyone that want to give your life to the Lord or rededicate your life to the Lord, it's important that you do that. Tomorrow, I promise to you. Next week is not promised to you, but keep your life to the Lord. You know, um, every time I turn around, someone has passed. Um, I got a, tech, uh, um, got a text message it's on Wednesday that someone best friend, mother, and father passed away, and I got text message today that someone husband passed away. So death, yeah. Death is part of life. We can't escape escape death. I just pray that if Jesus comes I'll be caught up with Jesus. That's my desire, but it doesn't mean it's gonna happen like that. So anyone wanna rededicate your life to the Lord or give your life to the Lord, repeat after me, say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus I need you. I need you. Thank you for dying on the cross. Thank you for dying on the cross. For my sins. My I sins. open the door. Open the door. For my life. My life. Receive you as Lord and Savior. Receive you as Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. Thank you for forgiving my sins. Thank you for forgiving all my sins. Give me eternal life. Give me eternal life. Take control. Taking control of the, of the throne of my life, the throne of my life. Even the kind of person that you kind of person. Want me to be? If you want me to be,
1: thank God that.
0: for everybody who gave their life to the Lord. Heaven is rejoicing, and I encourage you to go to uh, go to a church. And I encourage you to start off with Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and start reading about the things of Jesus. I encourage you to pray, which is talking to God, so time it will get better and better. And I also encourage you to attend Bible study Sunday school if your church offer that. Amen. I thank God for everybody that's here. Anyone... Anyone have any testimony? Do anyone have any testimony? Any testimony? Any testimony. Amen. Anyone have any prayer request? Any prayer requests. Now if you have any personal prayer requests, you can e- you can email the church at power at hotmail dot com. It's power at hotmail dot com. Amen. Any more any prayer requests. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. On next Sunday, Sunday morning, I would have, be having service at the Spring Hill Suites. Uh, it's at 20303 Casewood Park Drive. It's 20303 Casewood Park. It's C H A S E W O O D Park Drive. And it's Houston, Texas. Seven seven zero seven zero, and service will start at 10 a.m. and will close out at 12 p.m. Anyone that can come will be greatly appreciated, and I thank God for you all that can come. And if you can't come, just keep you know just keep the service in prayer. Amen. Amen. Also. Um, On November 24th, we will not have uh, nightly service on November 24th. So enjoy your time with your family and friends through this Thanksgiving holiday. Amen. So November 24th, we will not have service as well as December 29th. Amen. I want to thank God for everybody that's here. And we're going to... uh, don't come to a close. Heavenly Father, I just pray blessings upon everybody on this line. And also thank your Holy Spirit. Continue to read Proverbs, read a proverb a day. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, I speak blessing the blood of Jesus over everyone, over their children, grandchildren, over their single life and those who are married. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, I speak blessings this week. Lord, I speak deliverance. I speak a root of, of deliverance. I speak the root of it in the name of Jesus at the root of every situation we deal with will be revealed and uprooted in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, I pray the mind of Christ in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just say thank you, Lord. I speak immune systems to be strengthened in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, I pray for healing before surgery in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we love you. And, Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I want to tell everybody good night. Be blessed that Jesus loves you. And I do too. And I just tell everybody, be encouraged. Stay focused on Jesus. And I just say, everybody, have a blessed week. and Lord will. I'll be back here next Sunday. Good night, everyone. Good night. God bless. Good night. God bless. Beep,